With every anniversary of the tragedy, major news outlets dole out reconstruction updates, reports from aid groups and government officials, and human interest stories. In this continuum, the Haitian voice plays a minimal role to confirm, validate, or provide some historical context to what's being discussed. Each new crisis, real or perceived, lends itself for profit in a news echo chamber which exists to sell the story. However, the people of Haiti, whether on the island or abroad, have their own stories to tell, that of pain, reflection, love, and endurance. Haitian scholars, journalists, artists have woven tales of Gudu Gudu into non-fiction essays and books, collections of short stories and blog posts, paintings, sculptures, music, and poetry. Communities across Port-au-Prince and cap New York City and Miami, Montréal and Paris, Nassau and the Bateus hold memorials to honor the dead. As Haiti commemorates the day on which she lost too many lives, and her story of misfortune captures the headlines and imaginations of the broader public, her culture endures. It is what the Haitian people hold on to in remembrance of a painful chapter in their history. It is what fuels them to look towards a future in which they can rebuild their homeland. It is what the foreigners' narratives cannot strip away from collective memory. And the earthquake could not shake away from existence. IET endures. pas de moyens de communication et c'était un silence total sur la capitale, sur Haïti. Plus tard, on a su qu'il restait une radio qui émettait encore. Ce que j'ai fait, c'est que j'ai tout de suite enregistré moi-même un message en français et en créole qui a été diffusé par cette radio. Et j'ai été très émue quand je suis rentrée ensuite en Haïti quelques semaines après le tremblement de terre, et j'ai rencontré une jeune fille qui m'a sauté dans les bras et qui m'a dit « Vous êtes la première voix que j'ai entendue. 
Et grâce à cette radio qui émettait encore sur Haïti, qui était la seule, ces journalistes portaient leur profession comme une responsabilité citoyenne. La radio a vraiment libéré la parole en Haïti. Et libérer la parole en Haïti, ça voulait dire aussi libérer une langue. C'est-à-dire que euh, la langue française était toujours utilisée comme une langue de mise à distance de la population. C'est-à-dire que la tradition voulait que les dirigeants s'adressent toujours, fassent même leur discours en français. Et il y avait toujours cette mise à l'écart. Ça creusait toujours un fossé plus grand entre ceux qui avaient le pouvoir et la population. Alors, ce que crée la radio... C'est un espace qui libère la parole. Les Haïtiens sont plus que résilients, ils sont capables. Capables de faire, d'inventer, de créer, d'imaginer, de produire, d'innover. Et c'est tout ce qu'ils demandent. C'est qu'on les accompagne pour qu'ils soient en mesure de montrer ce dont ils sont capables. She never apologized for who she was. There was no shame. With her, there was no pretense. What you saw was what you got. She was a peasant. So what? She was illiterate. So what? She was a street vendor. So what? She had a lot of children. So what? She smoked a pipe, chewed tobacco, and was a heavy drinker. So what? She was a voodooist who served her spirit. So fucking what? In the castle of mine, I dwell just beyond your logic. I dwell just beyond your logic. I dwell just beyond your logic. If I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched up into other people's fantasies for me and be eaten alive. I exist as I am, and that is enough. I exist as I am, and that is enough. I exist. That piece, that's about my maternal grandmother. Like I said, giant leaps, giant leaps. As I was preparing for this talk a couple weeks ago, you know, I went to the mothership, TED Talks, looking at other talks about Haiti. And what I found was that with the exception of one, most of the talks, actually all the other talks, are about post-quake Haiti with Haitians as basically disaster victims in need of saviors. I want to do lunch with Ted. I'd like to talk with Ted and say, Ted, come on, 
We too are innovative. We too have ideas worth spreading. And that's the danger of the single story that Chimamanda talks about. We need new perspectives on Haiti. As someone who is an expert in issues of representation, I think we can fix it, so give me a call. quelque part parce que moi j'ai grandi sous un temple vaudou à Port-au-Prince. Alors du coup, dans ce péristyle, en tant qu'université de la vie, j'ai appris à danser, j'ai appris à chanter, j'ai appris et à lire dans le grand chemin, ce qu'on appelle en créole vaudou, choisir et décider son destin. Alors je suis devenu chanteur, musicien et ougan près de vaudou. Et ce bureau s'occupe du patrimoine immatériel d'Haïti. Pour moi, c'est extraordinaire le fait que ce bureau qui a toujours été dirigé par des anthropologues, ethnologues, historiens, et bien au jour d'aujourd'hui, ce bureau pour moi c'est une forme de révolution, le fait que c'est un grand, c'est un prêtre volo qui est à la tête du dit bureau, et révolution et en même temps légitimité et respect, parce que tout ce travail a été possible en 1941 avec Jacobin grâce aux vaudouisants. Toute cette période-là, ce sont les Hongans, les Vaudouisans qui ont donné le matériel, leurs accessoires ornementaux, les accessoires spirituels à Jacoumé pour créer le premier musée ethnographie en Haïti. On a un devoir de fierté, de civisme à remonter. Fier de ce que tu es, accepter ce que tu es, embrasse ce que tu es en tant que peuple, en tant que personne.
for the ancestors and descendants of Haiti, also known as IET. We do this for the people who have passed away, may they rest in peace. And for the ones who are alive, may they get the food and the shelter and the medical attention that they need to stay alive. From Brown Rice family all the way to Haiti, we send in a prayer. State of emergency, what a devastation. Natural disaster for nation land. So many souls lost, so many missing can be found. Cassave is something that I would have pretty much every single day. We call it wayal. That's when you have cassave with peanut butter. Every day we have some of that. And uh, because I am from Bene, which is where we probably do the best cassave in Haiti, my family will always bring that cassave in my little spot in Haiti, because I didn't have a home in Haiti. I had a little spot, a corner, because in my home growing up, I didn't have any electricity or running water. So, you know, I grew up uh, in a underprivileged kind of family, but rich with uh, human care and respect. The, the first time that I, I remember I had a chance to go to Bene, my mom took me to that place where it was a cousin of mine that was making that cassava. So I saw the machine and I saw how they, 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 they did it. And uh, yes, exactly. So, you know, it was even impressive. And then you had a huge plate of cassava that comes, and then they have to make it dry, and they have to let it dry. So the, and then cassava dried, uh, and then we couldn't wait to go and get some because it was ready to, to be eaten. Um, so no, it's um, something about it. And, and now I'm extremely happy because my kids love it. Why? Not because I, I, I forced them to love it, just because they naturally love it. You know, my, my girl, uh, Jasmine, um, she's, you know, every time I go to Haiti, if I don't come back with cassava, it's like, she, you know, she's mad. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think that's uh, throughout uh, the many years that I've been on Earth, I think that has been a strong link with, uh, with Haiti. Um, I've been linked with cassava since my birth.
Sous-titrage 
que nous débarrassons de Soliso, jodi à nous là. A quoi menti, de quoi nous débarrassons de Soliso, jodi à nous là. Et à quoi menti, de quoi nous débarrassons de Soliso, jodi à nous là. De quoi nous débarrassons de Soliso, jodi à nous là. Cavalier, on toyo, on a les wetjawin toyo. Encore on fait nous et on a brûlé. Hello, cavalier, on toyo, on a les wetjawin toyo. Encore on fait nous et on a brûlé. Encore on fait nous, on fait nous, on a brûlé wetjawin toyo. Atisubalomi, on a les wetjawin toyo, lumé, wetjawin toyo, savalumé.
Woodbridge d'Antica. I'll be reading Tourist by Félix Moïse-Leroy, who is a legendary Haitian playwright and poet. It's an ironic response to tourists who take pictures of poor, dirty people in poor countries. So next time you take someone's picture while you're on vacation, someone who looks poor and dirty and hungry, this is what they might be thinking. Here stands a family in spring, united, awaiting its fall. Here they stand, come here I call, 
Hear the children left behind playing slave revolt on borrowed time. Boss calls me yesterday, calling in a favor, he say. Something about, um, something been brewing since 85. The, bo- the block been stewing since the last time stood a family in spring, united, awaiting its fall. Here they stood, defiantly up to what possible good, Lord, what possible good. Here they stood, divided, stubborn, rubbed in it for too long. They stood inside the house and outside of it, separate, unequal, equally wrong. And then a fire started, and the moral compass swung. And so here I stand, mortal compass, a psalm unsung, a West Philly legacy of what should be lesson learned. No one wins when children die, running toward a similar end. I ain't got time to burn. As if touched by an angel, the air quivers. A slave song delivered to an amphitheater, a shiver up the spine, supine. The sky bends in agony. Bearing the brunt of a slave song's majesty, magically unnamed ancestors speak through me, a muse reaching out to a maroon midnight, a slave song crying, why the blight of a forsaken will to live encased in Till's corpse, a slave's missive christened in the blood of Shakur. Hear me, the bass in mother's roar as she rages, brown boys in cages, mental stages stunted, imprisoned, the slave song is visibly vibrant as aurora borealis, but only if you listen, listen, as if touched by an angel, the air quivers, morphing as wind, remembering that I am she, becoming me again, carrying this cancer through cloud and time, bathing it in sea and meeting me again in flight as I rise supine, the sky bends in agony, in agony, so deep, the sky bends in agony, in agony, so deep, the sky bends. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
sont dormis cette nuit-là à la belle étoile. Les nuits précédentes étaient assez froides, celle-là est chaude et étoilée. Je n'avais pas dormi à la belle étoile depuis mon enfance. Couchés sous le sol, nous ressentons chaque tressaillement de la terre au plus profond de notre être. On fait corps avec la terre. Je puissais dans les bois quand mes jambes se sont mises à trembler, l'impression que c'est la terre qui tremblait. Je me promène un moment dans le jardin, tout étonné de constater que les fleurs les plus fragiles se balancent encore au bout de leurs tiges. Le séisme s'est donc attaqué au dur, au solide, à tout ce qui pouvait lui résister. Le béton est tombé, la fleur a survécu. Ça y va nous. 
Yeah, I wrote Port of Sorrow. Sort of two catastrophic events occurred at around the same time. My wife and I, we lost our unborn child, and then the earthquake was happening as well. And finding myself unable to express the pain felt at that moment dealing with the person I loved the most, and then seeing the destruction of my country. And so the poem started really with the personal pain uh, with my wife and seeing the coincidence of the destruction of life and the port uh, being not only a place in which one anchors to bring a provisions in life or departure and coming in, but also seeing the woman's womb also as a port that carries life. The physical port becomes a metaphor, a combined metaphor uh, for me, and it becomes a way of expressing my own double sorrow that occurs at the same time. Ports of Sorrow. Early January afternoon, I stand in my own port of pain, intertwined with my wife, as we mourn death-like incision to the core. Barbed notes in a soprano's throat, Port-au-Prince has become an archipelago of open tombs, consumed slowly by the sun and forming an everlasting covenant. This unrelenting port is a cup of their blood. May the sins of the prince be forgiven and forgive those who have trespassed against the wretched of this earth. The port of prince is a mausoleum of dirt-embroidered bodies a quarry of dried tongues begging for holy water and bread. No bread was ever broken, and the disciples feared the masses. Port-au-Prince has neither port nor prince, but satellites beam our misery as we lined up, wounded, broken, seeking shelter anywhere but home. There is no anchor for anger, and no anchor for despair. The prince departed centuries ago with our coffer, leaving broken chariots and cobweb treasuries. The port of Prince is a mausoleum of dirt, embroidered bodies. I wake at night shuddering and intertwined with my wife in our own port of pain. The clock does not stop at our will, and how I wish to turn the hand of time, changing the prince's morbid cloak but our ill-constructed port mimic our timid steps and breath. The departed last gulp of air, it's its breath, the relay of life. But a prince has neither port nor prince, as tempests incessantly sweep through. 1804's bright filament becomes faint and sad, dimming like a dying firefly. Life mocks us with sadistic laughter. I feel burdened by death, losses, and corpses swarming in my chest. I need a stronger port to anchor their souls. Ça. 
Fonnez de chanter, chanter ça. Mon compère, mon Some ask why we poor, won't tell how they rich. Land bodies and Bibles, the old bait and switch. Get up, stand up, for heaven here on earth. Red leavens, blood spills, decide what freedom's worth. Centuries of state terror to keep us caged and humble. Prepare for new futures, our God sent us to rumble. When the market hits the womb, we look for exit signs. Evacuated histories, they selling us better lives. Happiness digitized, freedom commodified. 
think I'm more interested in stick up kids revolutionize Like, come up off this freedom jack, I will not apologize They will have to kill us all to bottle up what Haiti started Even as they dig for gold in the graves of our departed Without this hungry money, might could all be healthy In holistic systems, the definition of wealthy Bankrupt corporate structures and a failed mission Home of the brave is its own contradiction Nuclear stockpiles and embargoes Drone strikes on that bully tip Got the nerve to cry foul when the oppressed get on that gully tip Their democracy requires slavery So what's the model? Overstand yourself in continuum All else follows Heir to my ancestors, sire to my descendants We got a right to life Declare our independence New guards for our defense No matter the president Loose route on post of black Sets dangerous precedent Bruntel, Trayvon, and Rakia Kamani, Jordan, and Renisha Eric Garner, Mike Brown, Tamir Tell their people the relevance Absentee elders, I revoke your seniority Shorties and killing fields No controlling legal authority We ain't fall from the sky Some of us were just forgotten can't blame the fruit if some turned out rotten. Absent food, prey on each other on the block. It's open season. Activated my eye shape, prepare myself to feed them. Beside gorilla Amazons and arisen Africans, our code names are biblical. Call me Santa Barbara, Asal Joao, Batizadu, Macheteros y Macheteros. Cain in our vein, blood sign our name. Same Cain, cafe deuce from bitter. Distill the libation and let the gods enter.
My name is Emeline Michelle. I am uh, born and raised in Haiti, and um, I'm about to become who I am. I'm, uh, I'm on my, I'm collecting everyday pieces of who Emeline is. So I'm a singer. For now, I'm a singer songwriter and uh, travel the world. Um, letting people know that we have a country that is very alive and that uh, that I carry under my under my skin so so far to make a brief biography that's <laughs> that's who you're talking with I have a huge painting that cover um, an entire brick wall in my apartment from Seydon, one of the wonderful Haitian artists that lived in Dominican Republic. But it was a total love at first sight. I walked in the gallery, it was in Dominican Republic, where I was visiting in the Bate. There was a journey that was so vivid and reminding me um, that uh, I met Maricela, which this is a beautiful girl that, that lived at that time living with AIDS in the Batay. And it was a rough day. And that was the end of the afternoon. I walked into the gallery with a, uh, and a bunch of friends. And I practically like was struck, like standing for at least a good 10 or 15 minutes just watching the the painting because the painting take me to the countryside of Haiti. I grew up in a place named Dubedou, which is uh, up north in Gonaive, where no electricity. You got wild horse running. You got the river. You got you got to cook your own meal in the morning. Know know how to make a coffee yourself. And I see the exact position of my grandfather's casita exact position it's like the painter had visited dubedou every morning when i when i wake up he reminded me what 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 are you doing here why are you here where are you from what's your what you what's your what's your work what is your work why are you as haitian uh, you know among everything that that the stigma they attach to our country, what is beautiful that you have to say, that you have to give, that you have to share. And that painting is on my wall. I wake up when I'm doing my meditation, I'm right in the countryside of Haiti. It's not sitting from a distance and seeing people and hoping people will take care of what needs to be done. I have my part to play. And sake no mem, peya no mem, aiti shiri no mem, no mem tout. Timoun, sandim pou al rekomanse, kampe gen yon peyi pou n rekole. Se tem maman, se bien papa, na fe kwaya vin pile. Timoun, se kwe kon leve kampe, sonje nou pa gen le choa fon vanse. Sorting on my 
Bonne main, c'est Timoun, David paraît qu'il est. Bonne main, c'est Timoun, David paraît qu'il est. Bonne main, c'est Timoun. 